So, um, I've been involved in the OCaml community for a long time now. I've been, I and all of James have been using OCaml professionally for about a decade. And for a, a, a lot of the time, we have been looking for ways to try and improve and grow the OCaml world. The core of OCaml is a fantastic language and a great community. Um, but there are lots of missing pieces. There are ways in which OCaml has lagged behind. And uh, it's, we've been excited for years now to try and find ways of doing that. And it's been kind of hard to figure out what's a good leverage point. Right? What is a way that we can kind of pour resources and you know, one resource that we can, can obviously, the resource of our time and our code is something we've been in recent time doing more in a more public way. But also, there's just funding, right? Ways of funding more work and, and pushing more innovation uh, into the compiler and also pushing more work on the grotty dull bits that are important and absolutely need to be done. Um, so one of, the, one of the things we've done is we've been working with Ocala Pro. Um, and I think that work has been really very good. I think that we, one thing that I'm particularly jumping up and down excited about is the work on Ocala, uh, which I'm, I'll talk a little bit more about. Um, uh, but Ocala Pro's focus is, I think, in many ways, as a commercial services company. We wanted to do some stuff that we think goes fits more naturally in another kind of organization. So we have been working to found a new research lab called Ocamel Labs, um, uh, whose kind of main focus is to develop and improve and kind of help out uh, to, to grow the Ocamel world. Um, and we're doing this at Cambridge uh, with Anil Mahavapen. Um, and so we want to talk a little bit about the idea behind there and, and kind of what our plans are. So I, I think a lot of the history uh, behind Ocana Labs uh, started in a bar last year in Tokyo, in fact. And, uh, so Ron and I were sitting there, and uh, we decided to write a book. And uh, as with any such project, you begin really fast. And we started writing a book. We had you know, eight chapters in about two weeks. You know, Millie Ron run like crazy. And it only becomes um, obvious how difficult it is to explain um, something to a, when you try to write it down in a book, because uh, we've all, a lot of us here have spent a lot of time using Ocaml over the years. Yeah, I've been using it for, for uh, about 10 or 12 years, and we've all been using it for longer. And uh, we've built up a lot of kind of internal knowledge that, uh, that we just do without really thinking about it. And it became obvious that uh, if we wanted to expand the community to uh, a much bigger scale, we need to have a much more consistent story for people. We need to increase the accessibility of, um, of the Ocaml ecosystem. Uh, not, in, not in just in terms of uh, packaging systems and so on, but documentation, uh, tool chains, there's a whole bunch of work that, that needs to be done. And so this is, this is not something that's a, 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 that there's anything wrong in one specific area. It's more a case of building the entire foundation, as, uh, as Xavier noted in his talk. Uh, we want to increase the general accessibility of everything and, uh, and, and push it up. And so since, uh, since, uh, since uh, last year, I've been spending a lot more time working with, uh, with Ocaml project, with, uh, with Toma. And uh, we've been collaborating for a long time on Ocaml related projects. So we've been working on, um, obviously, I, I used to work with Citrix, and we've, we've been working on, um, uh, on a, a very big uh, cloud platform that is used by the majority of cloud providers now, which is a very, very big uh, use of Ocaml. And uh, as for research projects, we've been working on very experimental operating systems and very low-level things, for which Ocaml is a, is a very well-suited uh, tool. And when it comes to releasing these research projects, which are big chunks of code, and indeed, a lot of the Zen code is open source, uh, we start hitting these problems as well. So the goal of Ocaml Labs is very simple. 
we're going to we're, we're a group based in the University of Cambridge. So instead of a research lab that's separate, we're embedding it within the computer laboratory. And the computer lab is a, is one of the oldest computer science uh, laboratories in the world. It used to be the mathematical laboratory in Cambridge, which goes back a long way. And uh, we're being we're basing it inside the programming language and systems group. So the programming language side is is headed by by Alan Mycroft, who's um, uh, a professor that uh, a lot of you would have uh, would have worked with in the past, and uh, I'm personally in the systems group where we 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 build big complex systems, uh, we engineer them, and we often release them as uh, as open source software. Now, one of the most important things about this is that there's a clean separation uh, between the work we're doing, which is half research and half uh, non-commercial, just engineering for uh, uh, for for the open source community, and of course the work that Ocaml Pro is doing, which will hopefully become increasingly commercial and, uh, and, and working with a lot of clients. Ocala Pro has done an amazing job so far of uh, doing service for the community. They've been, they've been just you know, doing systems like OPAM and so on that are just helping everyone, and we're going to continue to work with them, but hopefully take over a lot of the day-to-day -day boring stuff that just needs to be maintained for the long term. And as part of this, we don't just want to play catch-up. We also want to try to really innovate in this, uh, in this space. So for example, we've been talking about um, I was, having dinner with the Haskell guys trying to figure out what went right and what went wrong with the Haskell platform. And so we have a lot of friendly people around the bigger functional programming community to get some ideas from. So for example, we're, we're discussing Windows support and we thought it'd be very cool if you could upload packages to the Camel platform and have it automatically run in virtual machines so you could test it in multiple operating systems for you. So it's the sort of thing where I don't have FreeBSD or uh, Windows installed um, all the time, but I'd love it if my packages would just be tested and emailed to me regularly for regular releases. So this sort of continuous integration, continuous build, uh, could just make our lives easier on a day-to-day -day basis and just uh, you know, remove a lot of the barriers for, for doing this work. And so the, re the other really nice thing about Cambridge is that it's kind of the other OCaml center where uh, we have a lot of companies, uh, especially in a lot of research, uh, users that use OCaml in quite a big way. So in addition to the computer lab, we have uh, Citrix, who's a, who's a huge user. Uh, we have Microsoft Research, who uh, actually ship OCaml with uh, a lot of their products, and ARM, the, for example, Wojciech works at ARM, but uh, that use it in, in a number of areas. So I kind of hope to build more of a community uh, critical mass as we, as we go along as well. Uh, so I'll, I'll hand over back to Ron just to, so uh, the, the other thing I want to say is that we haven't really made any firm, strict plan. The goal of the platform is not to make decisions, but to just make it easy for the community to decide what you want. So we're going to try to package up, support uh, you know, uh, multiple standard libraries, just try to figure out, you know, uh, let the users vote for, for what they decide they want to do, and consensus will hopefully emerge at the end of the first year. If consensus fails to emerge, then we'll take stronger action. But I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that, you know, essentially, you know, we're, we're going to try to figure out what to do. There's, uh, there's a, a lot of desire, especially within Citrix right now, uh, to just it doesn't matter which choice we choose, it doesn't matter if we choose core or LWT or batteries, but we do have to make a decision and decide and just make sure we can unify code bases. Because obviously there's bigger problems to worry about than the, the intricate details of uh, which standard library we use, and uh, there's business problems to be solved as well. So uh, the desire is just to spend the next uh, year or two especially just taking a decision, whatever that decision is, and uh, making sure it's public and everyone's happy with it, and just moving on to doing something more interesting than Worrying about standard libraries for the next uh, ten years of uh, of OCaml, so, and of course, e email me anytime. We're uh, we're obviously hiring uh, quite aggressively for this at all levels. So in addition to uh, a lot of support from Jane Street, uh, we also have support from Citrix, from a number of uh, uh, from the Horizon uh, Research Councils in the UK, uh, and also from a number of uh, EU projects and so on. 
we figured if we're doing this, let's combine a, a lot of research efforts and just, just push, put a lot of momentum behind this. So we're going to be hiring about six to eight positions uh, within the university, uh, and uh, they'll, they'll be a lot of fun, all the way from, from PhD uh, level applications to internships, if you just want to visit for, uh, for a little while. And, uh, and hang out and get, get, get to know the team and make your opinions heard, um, all the way up to senior uh, research positions as well. So if you're in any way interested in hacking on a camel, uh, either just for you know, engineering and not worrying about research on a day-to-day -day basis, or if you want to have a blend of research and, uh, and, uh, and uh, interesting open source coding, get in touch right now. And that's assuming, of course, you don't want to work at a bank or go work at Citrix or, or work at Microsoft. <laughs> University is way more fun, but you, <laughs> we, we pay a lot worse. It was you. Not a bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm going to learn what James does at the end of this. <laughs> right. So, and our, our main role here is to, to kind of help in, in, in figuring out what the vision is and also, obviously, uh, providing, providing uh, kind of core of the funding for, uh, for the event. But as, as Anil, kind of from, from our early conversations, has been very excited about trying to make this not just about James Street's funding, to try and find other ways to bring in other kind of efforts, both contributions of time from various companies and contributions of funds. And so the goal is to really try and build a lot of energy and excitement around O'Connell using this. Um, so in terms of the kind of things we hope the labs can accomplish, I think first and foremost is a real O'Camel platform. To be clear, this is not a thing that the O'Camel will do on its own. Like the most exciting component of this to arrive has been the work of O'Camel for a lot of O'Camel, which is, I think, so good, like I, the, the talk about it, like I gave a tutorial this year, uh, Anil, I gave a tutorial uh, about core and async, uh, and basically la we did, I did a tutorial last year also, and basically half the tutorial last year was installing a grab bag of tarballs, and then at the end of that half of the tutorial, half the people had it installed, it was a disaster. This year, it just worked. It was shocking. So I think that, that taking that kind of base technology and building on top of it a real high quality platform with all the kind of integration and you know testing and organization and you know all the kind of boring work of making that thing run well, I think is can be important and can be transformative uh, for the for OCaml. I think uh, we also want an even better compiler. I think that there are lots of there are lots of things that people want to do and there are a limited number of hands to do it. And I think there are two ways that Camel Labs can help. One is there are people who can try and come up with uh, new ideas and improvements to the compiler itself. You know, there's going to be a lot of engineering work. If we, one of the things that I think is important uh, is to have better inline and better cross-module optimizations and various things that can get rid of allocations. Right? Allocations are very expensive, uh, even though they're very cheap in OCaml, but like, if you look at where you can make it faster, there are, there are terrible hacks we've done to reduce allocations to huge speed improvements. So I think there's a lot of juice to be had there and there's real real research work to, to getting that done. There's also a lot of sort of hard nose to the grindstone work, like the stuff that Damien has been doing in terms of getting releases to roll. And I think the idea of trying to figure out how OCaml can take some of the load off of the core team and smooth the development process and make it easier for new proposals to be, for change to the compiler, to be tested effectively and integrated effectively and managed. And for there to be someone there with all of this work to hold the back, right? I think Xavier has historically been rightly worried about people coming and saying, oh, I have a great new idea, let's do some stuff, and then wander off. Right? And the, one of the core missions of Ocamel Labs is not to wander off. Um, uh, and to help focus the community, I 
think that we have lots of ways of doing things. Um, we have lots of ways of dealing with packages. We have lots of ways of doing all sorts of things. And to help kind of organize and kind of help the community come together to pick, you know, the right way of doing things um, is, I think, an important role for Clinton County Labs. Also, a better public face. Like, you know, to be clear, lots of this work is done by other people. All of this work we're talking about is stuff that's collaborative already. But in terms of where to place energy, you know, things like O'Camel's uh, uh, website and online uh, online materials. I think a, a ton of great work has been done by Esther and Ashish and Christoph, and, and uh, also we've helped by O'Camel Pro and, and for other people who are thinking about to kind of try and build up a new website. And I think that work has been great. And I think I think. That work needs to be continued. We really need to have a kind of uh, a website and a web presence that does, you know, makes us look like you know, a real community, with, with, uh, with the kind of reflecting the quality of the technology that's really there. Um, and with all of this, from the beginning, you know, both I and Emil want this to be a public process whose results are open source. Like this is not. Like, Jane does not want to build like some weird closed world commercial version of the compiler. We do not want to fork, right? We do not. We want to help pour energy into the one community we have. You know, it's small enough as it is. We don't need to make it smaller. Um, and so that is kind of a foundational uh, uh, bit about what we want to do. Um, so there's a bunch of stuff about getting involved with Tinica Meals, basically already said. We're planning and starting in November. Uh, we want to hear people's opinions. We want people to be involved in the kind of public discussions. I mean, it's not like Ocamelons is taking over decision making, but to the degree that we're trying to, that Ocamelons is trying to figure things out, it wants uh, people's uh, involvement. You obviously, write, writing of code and, and actually producing more of the technology is welcome, and Ocamelons will be hiring. Um, but, so we'll probably run over, but we're still in line. We'd be happy to have, answer questions. <laughs>